Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, then. Thank you, Alliance. This guy emailed me and he said, boy, you're not kidding around about women and their hair. You see a woman shaves her hair. Something horrible's happened or she's a criminal because that's the only time they'll do it. Uh, He says, we have lost family members since I've known her. We have lost three beloved pets. Broke our hearts top to bottom. But I have never in my life seen my wife as devastated as when she got her hair cut too short. It ruined lives. True story. Yeah. A woman's hair is the most important. You think you're important to your wife? You are not. That's why it's so scary that we talked about it last week when they stopped caring about their hair. A woman that doesn't care about her hair is a mental basket case. Like, it's different to just throw it up in a pony. She still knows she looks good. She still knows her hair. A woman who does not care about her hair, something is very, very wrong there. Like you have to, that's years and years of psychiatric help because if she doesn't care about her hair at all, she's going to start murdering folks probably, I think. And it's a matter of time. There'll be a kid in the back of a trunk. She's going to Casey Anthony that thing. But that's when you got to worry because we talked about it last week, those when women just stop caring about their hair and cut it all off and get that weird, it's easy to manage hair in their 50s. Even the LPGA has hairstylists for the girls before they go on the course. <laughs> it's those it's a full out. They get their hair done. They have to. They're going on TV. Their hair's important. It's that menopause thing. They 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 go because they're crazy. They just got to cut all this off now. It's more. It's easier to manage as I become more of a man. Activists what? unite. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Even as much as we make fun of her, Megan Rapinoe still cares about her hair. She just wears it like Martin Short. We're not a big fan <laughs> of the style, but, you know, she's it's definitely she a colors style. It. Yeah, she, she plays with it. It's playful. It's kind of her identity. As much as men look at her, and she doesn't care. She's not interested in an entire half of the population. Uh, we look at her and go, Ugh, my wife ever did that, we'd have trouble. I'd date Lourdes Gurriel before her. He's got great hair. <laughs> And I expect his to be short like that. If you show up with the pixie hair, you're great. That's fine. But you show up with lots of hair. If Matthias came home with pixie hair one day, he'd be like, oh, no. What happened? What do you mean? What happened to you mentally? Did someone, have you been, did you have a repressed memory pop up and you cut off all your hair? Hello, Cordell and Cordell. Whenever a woman is unstable, emotionally, what happens when they break up? Haircut. Every time, it's, 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 yeah, it's every now. single time there's an emotional change in their lives, haircut, hair change. It's the most important thing to a woman. So this lady faking cancer, and she didn't shave her head, at least in the mugshot. She didn't have the guts to go through with that. They should have shaved her head when they did the mugshot. All right. right. You want to see how it is? Here we go. Here you go, cancer lady. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it's a it's a thing. That is a very real thing. Speaking of very real things, did I print that? 
Listen to this guy. I did. Said, uh, hey, show. It just starts off show. That's a first. Normally cool. it's Holmberg, Chancellor, Brady, guys. Yo, show. Yeah. Hey, boys. Morning Sickness and says, show. Just wanted to email you to tell you I don't have any friends left except you guys. Not that we need to hang out or anything. I'm not asking for that. But the only time in my day where I don't feel like I'm in a room of people who think I'm an asshole is when you guys have uh, are in my ears. The reason why is I work with my ex-girlfriend's family. I'm not going to be here much longer. They think I'm Satan. And the reason is is that I broke up with her when she was six months pregnant. That, yeah. was, that was last month. I realized as we got closer and closer and closer, I do not want kids. I have no drive. All of my family friends were basically uh, from her since we moved here six years ago, and I was here to work for her parents' company. Anyway, I'm going to pay for the kid. I'm going to take care of him that way. But I recently wrote a letter to her and her family saying I don't really want to know it. (laughs) Wow. I'm not driven to feel empathy or compassion towards a kid. And I think a kid would be better off with someone that doesn't resent them right off the bat, which is what I'm already doing. Isn't it better what I'm doing, honestly, rather than faking a life like I want this? I see that with all sorts of my uh, coworkers. Anyway, thanks for being there for me, Morning Sickness. You're all I have now. Uh, except the girl I hose that I met online, but that's not serious. Uh, she has no idea what I've done. Riley. <laughs> so he's already got a piece. He's, he's going to put another baby in. <laughs> it's raw dog, bro. <laughs> and guess what? And, there, and then, then he created another yeah. one. Exactly hey, right. By the by, I want to be friends with this guy. He sounds like a party. <laughs> this is great. Oh, I mean, could you imagine showing up to work every day? Uh, no, I can't. Your ex is there. I can't. Uh, I can't. Daddy's even, company. I, I can't even grasp making eye contact with that person ever again. I break up with a girl who's six months pregnant, and then have the nerve. Imagine the a dad. month later firing off a letter to your boss, dad. To them, and if you're the dad, you're like, you don't want to fire him because then he's going to get more bitter. And now my daughter won't have money for the kid because this dude's got to pay for it. So this is the only way you get, oh, what a disaster. We're going to bring him out six years ago. He's a great worker. You know what? It's great you're dating my daughter. (laughs) Six years ago, they're like, I think it's wonderful what you kids have started. And I'd like to make an offer that I don't think you're going to be able to refuse, Riley. I want to make you the VP of my operation that I've worked since I was 12 to, to build. You guys are going to have a great family. That's great, Mr. Johnson. Oh, I appreciate it. I'm going to treat your daughter like a queen as long as she never gets pregnant. <laughs> what was that last part? Nothing. That's a good young lad there, honey. We're lucky to have Riley in our lives. Fast forward to August I think he was trying to be himself... He's pretty clear, but the family just didn't see it. Well, he's really good. I'll tell you <laughs> this. Met a girl online. Yeah. My first wife would not hear me. Yeah, it, that's exactly right. Would not hear me. I do not want kids. You'll change. They always think that. You will not. And, and I don't want them. And I don't know why. But I never did. And I and I had to kind of wrestle with that for a long time of like, why don't I? Is there something? But then you just realize, no, I think you just some people do and some people don't. And there is something to the idea of knowing. Here's the difference, though. Had I knocked her up, I would have adapted and changed completely to say, I've done this. I played I played the game. And now I've got to, you know, be responsible for this. I would have made the uh, changes necessary if if kids were. You know, I, would have, I wouldn't have just run away from it. I wouldn't have Toledo's dadded the whole thing and just said, well, I'm still going to party with these prostitutes. But she would not hear me. And I say that to everybody, women and men. Take it very seriously when your partner says, I don't have a drive for children. You are on two different pages that cannot be fixed. And don't fall for the ultimatum. Yeah. This has happened before. Then, then we're breaking up because you don't have right. kids. And then okay. the person comes back and says... I'll you know what? It. I want to yeah. get back to it. I want to have kids. If you don't want You'll a child miserable. with me, I'm going to move on. And they play your emotions. because, yep. And you shouldn't want a child with someone who says those words. That was where I got real confused. She's like, well, I want you to. And I'm like, I don't have it in me. My litmus test for wanting kids for a while there was pretty much every day. I would imagine the scenario of the door opening. She comes in, shuts it and says, I'm pregnant. And in my imaginary world of this scenario, am I happy or sad? 
And every time it was like she was delivering the news that she had tumors all over her heart. It was never a thought of like, that would be a great day mm-hmm. for her to come in. The-. And that was when I was like, I don't want them until I can imagine a day that she says, I'm pregnant. And I think, God, that would be awesome. I want it to feel like if you walked in the door and said, I'm pregnant, that you just said, I just won $200,000. And now imagine that scenario. She comes in, opens the door. Guess what I did today? I won $200,000 on a scratcher. Now my fake, my imagination, the scenario is all happiness. There's never a moment of going, oh, that money's going to cause all sorts of trouble. Never once. But she says, I'm pregnant. So that was my test She's in my brain. with the opposite. I just cost you yeah. $200,000. Yep. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Whatever the price Start is. Start saving, dickhead, because it's... <laughs> right. I think people need to embrace that. I think there are a lot of people out there who think, ah, if she's pregnant, I'll just deal with it. And then you, have, you create this world of, like, kids who kind of aren't, you know, there's no excitement going into it. It's scary, but, you know, I want, like Brady was, like, 61 years old. He's like, I can do this. You were fine with it. You were so comfortable with it. I think when you're in your 30s and you're like, I don't really want them, so we'll we'll have one and see. It's the worst thing you can do. It's not an appetizer at Applebee's. I've never had Thai sauce before. Let's give that a run. I can handle this. Right. I'll do it. I'll figure it out. And a lot of you do. But I think if you don't have kids and you're thinking to yourself, I don't want kids, don't force yourself to have them to see if you were right. A lot of you do it and you end up thinking, wow, I missed. I would have missed out on all this. That's great. But a lot of uh, us don't. You never wanted them. You never had the drive. At first, when I thought I was going to have them just because it's, you know, That's the thing, the thing you to do. do. But yeah. then I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I, I, I don't want it. Now. If you'd have gotten someone pregnant, and she's like, "Step up and do what you got to do." That's right, four hundred and forty dollars and all the graham crackers and spray. <laughs> no, and but, she's like, "I'm keeping it." You become a response, yeah. not yeah. like this Riley Absolutely. character. Who, by the way, you don't have any friends in here, Riley. That's horrible. <laughs> I'm glad you like the show. Stick around. There's more. Emailing me saying we're your only friends, and then lay that on us. Look, we're against kids, but I mean having kids. But it's not like if yeah. you have one. You got to take yeah. care of it. You got to step up. I'm against up. kids. I'm against losers, too. Right. And he said he's paying for it. But to write a letter and say, I really don't want it. Don't. And I would say this. Advice to that is don't cast yourself out of this deal quite yet. Maybe when that thing pops out, you will want to Give know. it a chance. Yeah, give it a, give it a run. You're going to hate it at first. They're but if they're not together, awful. you know, right now, which I sounds like they aren't on the best of terms. <laughs> well, the way he's acting, I mean, <laughs> you know, how could you be? <laughs> But again, if a, if a man is telling you, I don't want kids, don't put one in you to force the issue and go, he'll change. But there are people that are like that. There's My a ex lot was. Of, yeah. I think she would have done it, too. And there are people that have, like, you know, they're, like, really hesitant. Like, I don't think I can be a dad, I, you know, and all of a sudden it ju- it changes yeah. your world. Right. Uh, but yeah. there are changes. Oh, you're going to change. You better. That's what Gilbert is. All those dudes who used to be fun had to go there to change diapers and personalities. Just for about 14 or 15 years. And once the kids like... You go dark. You go dark for a long time. And you start, you know, I can't. I got this kid thing. I go to tennis practice or I got to go. That's what Mark had to do Saturday or Sunday. Couldn't come to the Steelers game. I pop by, bring the dog. I can't. And Kate's got tennis. I'm like, she's 15. Like, she ain't going anywhere in tennis. Call right Uber. Now. What are you doing? Sometimes 15-year-olds are in Wimbledon. If she hasn't won a tournament by now, find a new hobby. You thought that was funny. Holmberg's morning sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? K-U-P-D. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Call her an Uber. 
Right. right. It's already. Right. <laughs> what does she need? Like a bicycle yeah. and a tennis racket? It's not hard. I used to ride on the bubble. I used to ride my bike. 15 and. With Uber? Uber? No. Yeah. Nah. It's, I'm, I'm like a little more like, I think she could handle this. Nobody takes one. Like, she needs no, to take yet. Ubers. That's fine. Uber but she drivers really don't go, you know, too many. There's been one or two occasions where I was like, hmm. Uber drivers don't steal Uber. kids. Kids rob Uber no, drivers. The Uber drivers are the ones who be afraid of your I have, kids. I, yeah. We have friends that their kids yeah. are Uber. They should Uber all over. I used to have to. My, my parents were helicopter parents compared to most of the other kids. I, I, I used to ride my bike from Price and Southern to Extension and Southern with a bat rack on my back and gloves in it. I was 13, 12. That's a long ride. Oh, yeah. I mean, I... I Uber? Same thing. If, they, if, if my parents could have pawned me off on a neighbor to drive me over there, they would have done it in a heartbeat. There wasn't even an option. It's like, you want to go over there? Bike over there. I always go back to that stranger that took me whale watching because his son died. and we, I still don't know how. We might have killed him. My mom felt sorry for him, so she made me go whale watching with the neighbor guy in San Diego. <laughs> he lost his son. You'd be nice to him. Why do I have to go? You remind him of his son. And even I'm thinking, and this was before Dateline. Isn't this what's on TV all the time? Like that guy's gonna—I remind him—he's gonna start going, you know, fuzzy-faced and see his kid and then like drive me off to Oregon. You don't see this? I think my mom and dad wanted that to happen. They were pulling O'Reilly eight years later. Let's just get rid of it. So there I was with my friend Tony, the only black guy in Poway, California, standing on a boat with some strange dude staring at us, buying us hot dogs and making us watch whales. <laughs> get in your close ones. Let's snuggle. The great day. I do look, I think back, what a glorious afternoon that was. Uh, but looking back at it, I'm like, why wasn't everyone afraid of this? You wouldn't even let Kirby take an Uber. My mom's like, sure, climb in that opal with that dude and float over to the ocean and get on a boat with a strange guy who just had a dead kid. Like, what? And there I was on a boat in the middle of the Pacific. The guy whose name I don't even remember. You guys want some wieners? Tony, you're gonna, no, let's get a couple wieners. Sure. So how'd your son die? I don't talk about it. It was a maritime incident. <laughs> oh, great. He was killed by a black man. Yeah, a little one like him. Tony, let's get out of here. <laughs> well. Oh, yeah, there's a whale. We saw like two. It's kind of neat when you're eight to be abducted by a guy who takes you out sightseeing. And then things, he brought me home. Now, probably in 10 years or so, I'll be sitting in Katrina's office going, oh, geez, this, he fingered me the entire time. I didn't even realize it's just a repressed memory. I got to. <laughs> you remind me of my boy who died on a lathe. Oh, you put him there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, Kirby can't Uber. That drives me nuts. My friends. Use are, your own money. My friends. Are, yeah, that's why. It's good. <laughs> Yahoo on it again, huh? And I know why Brett doesn't want kids, because the eighth grade's going to roll around eventually, and karma's going to... You said it earlier, karma's a bitch. You ain't going to big sir. You got a daughter, she's catching one. You got a son, he's going to jail for one. Absolutely not. No way. Fingers flying. Yeah. I think of, like, raising me and how miserable I would have been, and I was a good kid. I didn't get in a lot of trouble, but I was still a pain in the ass. I can't imagine having one that's a pain in the ass. So, Riley, you're doing the wrong thing. That said... But women, when a guy tells you he's not, like, because I remember my ex-wife used to make me feel bad for it. So we're just playing house like a couple of teenagers? No, we're adults. We just don't have kids. Well, all my friends are going to start having kids. I'm like, so? And then you turn into your parents. If all your friends were going to jump off a bridge. John, that's stupid. It's what people do. I don't want one. Well, that's immature. You're selfish. Right. That's what I've been saying. You married that. You... (laughs) Remember in the vows how I said I'm going to continue to be selfish and immature? That's what I told you that. This is ridiculous. Okay. I can't get mad at you for wanting them this bad with somebody that says no. Aren't you crazy? Doesn't that make you a lunatic? I don't want one. And you're telling me I'm wrong because you do, lunatic. And then 9-11. God damn it. So close to ending that conversation. I think Muhammad Atta is like, there's that crazy bitch that wants to bothering that guy about kids. He doesn't want them, lady. <laughs> 9-11-er. She got loose and wanted kids even more. Like 9-11 sparked her ovaries. I don't know what happened. Those planes hit those buildings, but it made her ovaries work overtime. 
spitting them out like a potato gun. Little notebooks around the house that would have notes that say, you know, uh, February 2022, um, first test for child. And this is like December of 2001. She's starting to put out like that's the time she starts needing to test for a baby. That's September 2000, or uh, yeah, 2003. One child, house on water, like her goals book. Wow. And I'm like, with me, am I involved in it? I don't see my name in any of this. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're in it. Don't worry about it. This is just what I need. You're going to provide all this stuff. I'm like, whoa. Very happy with donor. We're in trouble. (laughs) Donor seems unsuspecting, still here. (laughs) It's weird because there are women who get that. And it's baby fever. She's got, she had a case of the baby fever. Plan. But she said it in the beginning. And again, I can sit back and say it's as much my fault for thinking that she was just going to. Turn around my way. She wasn't she real. It. She wasn't real pushy at first. She just said, "Yeah, someday I'd like to have." I'm like, I think everybody says that. Yeah. I, oh, I needed to dig deeper. That's as much my fault for saying, "Well, she'll change to my way" as I did her, uh, thinking that she was going to manipulate and me. There is a part. I mean, that you do feel um, like it would. You know, you want to make them happy, and it's nothing that like I couldn't handle. Like, okay, that would really make her happy. It would make us happy. Right. Or you know, but you have to make sure you're like, are you that. ready for that? Riley's a lunatic. He's the one knocking broads up with us. I give him the point that he's at least honest about that part. Of right. It. But and he said he's going to take he's care not, of it. But he's not. I don't so. think he's been honest with them. I think he's too honest. I think at a certain point you well, just have to suck it up but, with reality. Uh, up until this point, I mean, he came over the job. You know, I don't know how the relationship started, but he came over you're here, pretty deep her. into the family Gets now. Gets the gig. You got to know that she wanted to have. Sure. And kids. she had to know he didn't. So the impasse is, we shouldn't bring a kid into this. Yeah, but I, I, I'm still raw-dogging, man. Well, you, <laughs> well, you got a raw-dog, Brady. It's hard to get a girl pregnant. Unless you're Mexican. Riley's not Mexican. There's no, no Mexican Riley out there. He's European. Riley? No, yeah. that doesn't work. He made up his name. Yeah, he's European, and unless his girlfriend was Mexican. Oh, no, no, no. Her, her dad owns a company. He didn't uh, say what kind of company. That's true. Is he on Terra Shop? Company. You just quit. Landscaping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a John. Me and my girl are almost 30. No kids. She has a sense of responsibility and wants someone to take care of us when we're older. And that's why she wants it. Uh, do I be smart and get my nuts cut off behind her back so I can go full blast mode on that? <laughs> <laughs> then he added the word P. <laughs> and he spelled it wrong with an A-Y at the end. So what's that? Uh, no, do not get your nuts cut off behind her back. Stealth nut cutting. <laughs> That's a bad idea. I don't know why I'm not getting pregnant. Yeah. Me either, man. But chicks can be nuts, but dudes are nuts too. Because, uh, you know. Again, it's the old Jim Brewers. Uh, Jim Brewers to have that thing. It's like when a woman announces her engagement and a man announces engagements. And she goes to her friends with her ring up. Oh my God, he has been. And they all scream and lose their minds. And a guy comes from, guess what? I'm getting married. And all the guys are like, oh, no. We're going to lose a friend. She's not going to wear football on Sundays anymore, yeah. huh? Women have a party for your new life. And men have a party to celebrate your old life one last time. <laughs> it's not bachelorette parties all like, we're going to have so much fun. She's dressed as a bride already. She's just getting drunk. It's going to be so great going forward. And the guys are like, all right, man, this is it. It's the last one you're ever going to have. Strippers, naked ladies. It's all gone for you, bro. You're lamenting the past. They're looking forward. Hilarious. And babies are the same thing. But You're going yeah. to take care of her. You're going to be great. I'm going to be taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bigger question, yeah. I have to pay for everything. I'm going to get half. Half of this is mine. The uh, crazier part is working for somebody's parents that way. That's almost worse than dating someone at work, you know? Boning people that their parents own the company you work for, that is a tightrope. You're in. You're, you're in. You're, yeah. you're theirs. They possess you. There's some added pressures yeah. there, for sure. And dude's got to sit there and go to work every single day and put or, it aside. Or coming from, uh, you know, like the wife uh, has a family that has some money. And your job is, you know, you're doing what you can. Daddy's looking over there like, my daughter needs a certain lifestyle. You, you're not providing it. You have a friend whose father is a or father-in-law, prominent man, marries into the biz. Yeah. Oh, 
found a new job. And it imploded. And it imploded. 20 years into it. And it imploded. And then everything goes. You don't just lose your merits. Like the whole family goes, well, you're not working here anymore. You think you got a job too? No. I think of those Nat Geo specials when they're unearthing Egypt and like this this person was written out of the, this king was written out of the family. (laughs) Just gone. Don't date the daughter of the owner. Now you're, yeah, that's crazy. I'd rather date a woman with four or five kids than the owner's daughter. You heard me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah. That's a fact. The owner, I'd bone the owner's daughter and lose my job, but I'm not dating her because now I'm locked in. And I'm going to be vice president of that paper company forever. And that weird little short-sleeved button-up shirt and that strange black tie that shows up with every son-in-law job. Ugh. Blech. No. Just have a name tag, nepotism. Yeah. I'm, I'm Nepo Baby. How are you? <laughs> Nepo Babies are the worst. Uh, that Riley email sounds like Toledo's dad's handwritten letter back in 1968. He pinned it to the laundry basket full of Toledo and his baby clothes. <laughs> could, have, could very well have been. Uh, Except that wasn't here yet when and, they had that and, conversation. Yeah, and your mom, well, his kid isn't here yet either. That's her. Well, if he did this a month ago and she was six months pregnant and he wrote the letter a month ago, she's probably pretty close to unloading that. Close. Yikes. Yeah, listen to each other. That's a big one. But I don't want, if a guy says he doesn't want kids, don't pursue it any further. And guys, if you don't want them, don't lie. Although that's going to be hard if she's really hot. And if a woman does want kids and you don't, or vice versa, you're on two different pages. That's going to rear up someday. Just don't. communication. Yes. Yeah. If a guy says he doesn't want to be married, don't have him marry you. Yeah. Right. The other thing is I'm just not ready to get married. That's what all men say. I'll change. Don't. Just leave. They all think they can And don't do it as an yep. ultimatum. Just leave. And guys, don't marry a girl because she's leaving. If she says I'm leaving, then she's willing to leave the yep. and same with a guy. If anybody who says I'm willing to leave unless you tell me forever is next, forever isn't even on the table. Yep. Well then good day. Yeah, so you long. just want today. You yeah, you want right now. You're not thinking about the long term. Why don't you make me an honest woman? I don't know, in the shower the other day it seemed like being a dishonest woman was right in your wheelhouse. Remember when you bent over and said put it here and I did? Uh I don't remember you saying make me an honest woman then. I think guilt is kicked in. Or your ass still hurts. Either way, I think we were doing just fine. Wait until I'm ready. You thought that was funny. Holmberg's morning sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Holmberg's morning sickness. I have a friend, a guy whose uh, wife won't marry him. They've been together for like 18 years. She doesn't want to get married. She says it's stupid. Like, no kidding. Then I check for a wiener mark on her jeans. There's no girl that ever says that. Marriage is stupid, but she's living with him for 17 years. We don't need to be married. Just we got everything we need. She makes a ton of money. He makes good money. I think they keep it all separate. You're doing that. You're going to get married, though, for taxes. Good move. It's a strong move. She feels the same way. It's not just me. (laughs) It's a strong move. It's a good write-off. They're great. That marriage tax credit is pretty good. Start saving yourself some cash. I'm right. Smart move. You're you're never getting married. You're locked in, right? Well, we're common law, so we're talking about doing the marriage tax thing, too. Yeah, that's pretty good. Just get get a paperwork on it. And they start getting into the common law thing, and that's only just to say, hey, if we ever get into a big enough fight, the uh, law's on our side. And the estate thing, too. Uh, so, yeah, oh, well, yeah. That's I mean, true. Got to visit each you other. You buy that house, and you've got actual property and stuff to divvy up. Yeah. And when, you know, your head finally tilts off of its axis, yep. and <laughs> she's got to visit you in the hospital, it's going to be impossible without the Also, marriage. ask yourself the question, does your significant other or wife, have you listed as a beneficiary on their <laughs> life insurance policy? <laughs> When they're on yours? See, you know, I watch enough Dateline to know I think that shouldn't be allowed. To be def- beneficiaries? I, yeah, I don't think you're allowed. I don't think you should do that. I don't think the beneficiary should be winning something if you die. 
I think it should bleed out slowly, you know, like. Well, that's the, you know, then when you get to the point where all of a sudden they're older and they switch the beneficiary, you're like, oh, a new friend comes in the equation and they go in, they get, you know, they're not in the right mind. Oh, yeah, that's that's way dementia old. I'm talking like right now. He's got a life insurance policy that I'm sure Lisa wins if you die. Yep. I don't think that's Lisa and Alex, they basically split it. I don't think that should be allowed. I think you should have to give it to a friend and have him slowly divvy it out to the girl or vice versa. I, I, I'm it all be, for it. It should be go straight to an accountant that says you didn't get a big chunk of money for this. Here, we're just going to pay some bills. You get the basics. Well, and another reason to kind of get that yeah. whole trust estate kind of thing. Exactly. In place. Because so I'm can, not a scratcher so ticket. That you can put you can put those right. kind of things in place. He died and things got better. Because that's what would happen. I mean, they say that you're worth more dead than alive. Man, oh, man, is that true with me? Because thanks to you, she's got a government job. She's going to have a pension. Gold mine. Excellent work there. Not if I have anything to say about it coming up. It's November. already done. <laughs> yeah, I know, but in November, I'm going to try her. to rescind that. Those red for red people piss me off with all their begging. <laughs> and take away your, you got you work eight months a year and then you, then you want to get paid forever. Stop it. I get it. You got it. But if you start begging for more cash, I'm taking away the long term. <laughs> You start hitting us one percenters up for that kind of crap. We're going to start writing bills saying, forget it. <laughs> Lisa and all her teacher friends even said that that's the wrong way to go. Oh, yeah. Start barking at us. I'll bark back. And I, a lot more people, a lot more than me. <laughs> they write bills. You know, stop these red for red beggars. This is basically like the zone at every elementary school. Their hands out. We don't get paid enough for our passion. Yeah, well, guess it's not your passion, John. By the way, somebody said Toledo is an R word. They don't recognize common law in this state. And I've read that before too. Uh, there's, there, it, it's wishy washy because we've looked no. into it too. <laughs> it is that actually it's a legal wishy washy situation. Right. You should probably straighten that up. Which, yeah. benefits, yeah. which benefits her when my head lops off anyway? Yeah, and what do I care? You and Riley need to talk because this wishy washy thing seems to be a thing. <laughs> John, I do not want kids either. Funny, because every single time I say that to someone with kids, they always do what you said. You'll change your mind, just yeah. watch. These are the same effing people who say, geez, it must be nice to sleep in until 9 o'clock on a weekend. <laughs> yeah, they are the ones that start barking about how good your life is. <laughs> I slept for 14 hours yesterday. Oh, I have kids. I haven't slept <laughs> since the late 90s. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's amazing to see so many families or in the Gilbert area that have the five-pack. Like, I don't know how they do it. I don't either. I, I look at them like they're on fire. It's amazing. I, I, they, they are a forest fire. The roads around them are closed. They've got the, those plastered-on fake smiles. Like, everything's going great just because they can't let public know how awful things actually are. Yikes. No, thank you. But words of wisdom for everybody out there. Listen to the person when they say, I don't want this and you want that. It comes down even to, like, living by the water. I want a house by the water someday. I want to live in a mountain. That's going to come up. Oh. you got to be on the same pages for long periods of time. In a few years, I'm going to have some property in Montana by way of some some dying. Now you're one of those those guys. Look, Nathan Sutherland. Look, when I finally get my ranch. Oh, man. Finally get that, well, they call it Bastard Ranch. It's up there in Montana, just outside of Helena. I'm the old the, Circle B. The crazy part's going to be I'm going to be the first actual father to set foot on Bastard Ranch. Uh, usually there's just That's tracks right. leading out. And my stepdad doesn't have any of his own either. You're you can still, so we had him, uh, we had him fossilize the uh, tire tracks as they sped away from Bastard Ranch. <laughs> Toledo's Yellowstone's going to be Don't awesome. Say, yeah, this is, yeah, t- Taylor Sheridan has nothing to do with this. <laughs> You, you don't say that. That's what deadbeats say. When everybody dies, I get a. I, that's no, why nobody should be a beneficiary. I'm not doing what your friends oh, are counting on. It, it's going to be there. I'm talking about the conversation we have about moving to Montana. That's oh, not going to happen. Yeah, it's not. Do you want to? No. You don't want to? No. Or are you just saying that because she's listening? No, 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 no. If you were I, by yourself, would you want I, that I, ranch? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Are you going to give it to your son, and he's going to deadbeat yeah. around on it? Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Then it's going to be a drug haven. Well, Bro. and, and <laughs> so it's a modeling see the strand I just grew out here. Modeling weed farm. skate park. We model, we skate, and we smoke. Why is it called Yellow Leaf? <laughs> it's, it's his ranch. Hey, do what you want. 
It's the only place in the world where there's yeah. actual modeling, skating, and weed production. <laughs> it's Zoolander's weed farm. I'd love hey. to. I actually might move to that. It's actually more that acceptable sounds... now. He's going to oh. be a millionaire before Actually, a great idea. <laughs> well, fingers crossed he gets that land sooner than later. Ugh, weirdo. You're going to get some land uh, dime, but you have talked about like she didn't want to go to Montana. No, so that's, that's sell the that, conversation right? we've had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sell it or hand it off to the boy. And we'd like to go back just to like visit or to like have a place where you can like a vacation thing. Yeah. But that's but wouldn't not, that get, moving back there is, oh, is it's awful. If you uh, yeah, but if you um like gave that to your son directly and you were still alive, you'd just be mad. You know, you'd no, be bitter because that's had, just, that's too big a gift. No, no, well, because I've had the conversations with with my mom as yeah. well, and she's talked to my stepdad, and they want the legacy to go, and and they'll have things in place for him if he gets it. But you know, I hope your dad's kids get it. <laughs> It'd be great if if your mom wrote <laughs> in the will that the real dad's kids my two got your brothers. Yeah, yeah. Still, yeah. Got my two half brothers that are still yeah. alive. Yeah. Your mom's is right. and I bequeath my land. Bequeath. I spelled that wrong. That's not enough. <laughs> th. Th. My bad. Into Richard. Into my uh, Netflix. <laughs> my password's in a safe. <laughs> it's I never loved you six nine. Oh, that's rough. And the thirty-six point. <laughs> and the thirty-six inch TV in the living room. It goes in a 36 inch Magnavox <laughs> with the adapters all over it. I believe the bastard wrench belongs to me. Is the big head coming up here anytime soon or can I hide from him here? We need to get your TV. We gotta, you know what? I bought that for your mother in 1988. That's mine. My stepdad'll give me all the mounts. Here's a moose, mountain lion, elk. Meanwhile, your dad's sitting in a car because he doesn't want to make eye contact or publicly touch you. Is it mine yet? Is he out? Tell him to hurry up. How hard is it to move a Sony uh, Trinitron? Let's go. TikTok, TikTok. That goddamn Trinitrons are heavy, but get it out. <laughs> there he goes. I love watching him uh, get distanter and distanter in my mirror. <laughs> well, good luck with that, Toledo. Sounds like you got quite a plan for the future. <laughs> <laughs> Death is inevitable, so why not cash in? I tell my dad all the time that giant thing he's got in Texas. Spend it. I don't want the responsibility. He, he, I got that giant ranch he's put together out there, a vineyard on it. I mean, what are you doing? The issue there is your your dad has, like, a lineage. What? My mom doesn't have anybody, like, in a family to set up an estate or anything like me. that. Well, that's what I mean. He's got, and Alvar and everybody else behind him, you know, and all that. You've Man, got a family. There. It's basically your direct family. That's how you, your mom right. can set up well, an yeah, estate. I mean, Alvar ain't getting it. What are you talking about? That's just the lineage is just now I'm the only one left. Well, my sister, I don't think she's going to get anything. Yeah, I like you always just conveniently leave her out. Eh, I wish that would, man. If I could, if I could Toledo's dad, my sister, <laughs> whew, I could have driven away. Have you told your dad to leave it to her? If, if he wants to, fine. Anything. But, I just see, I just see her having a fight when that happens. No, I don't care if she can have it. I, I don't. That's a lot of responsibility. She hates that place too. Oh, it's all outdoorsy and ranchy. Yeah, she can't set up a Wiccan thing there. Oh, she could set up a massive Wiccan cauldron. <laughs> it's amazing, but yeah. Anyway, well, good luck to your your financial plan. Sounds sound. <laughs> Great, a lot of dying coming my way. I get a huge plots of land once that goes. Once she stops breathing air, I'm in high cotton. I call it Bunny every week. Isn't it about time? <laughs> you know, Dad checked out. You need uh, to call it. Tick tock, tick tock. Herbie's College right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. John, I for one am, am for Toledo's spite ranch. Take it all, Toledo. <laughs> He's closer to the source. <laughs> oh, that, dude, that would be spectacular. Yeah, that dude's going to green mile till he's 130 just to keep Toledo searching. And then uh, the, the worst thing that could ever happen is SetJet makes more sense than ever now. You see the Alaska Airlines pilot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? And you forget these pilots are human beings who have, like, problems and wives and kids they hate and they in the air. And then that one dude's just flying on the jump seat like he's not even part of it. And he starts turning the engines off. How about the news showing it's the two T-bars that, yeah. that you have? Yeah. Like, these are the two marked red T-bars. They said the this is what you don't want to touch if yep. you're ever in a cockpit. Yep. The guy knew it, and he starts trying to crash the Alaska Airlines, but messing with the pilots, I'll just turn these engines off. It cuts the fuel line, 
and the guy was able to – they subdued the dude, and they were able to get it back on where there's just enough fuel that the engine didn't, didn't switch off. I, yeah, I heard they didn't shut it off. He, did, he didn't He was get trying there. to. He was trying to, and they were like, hey, what, what the F are you doing? They got him for uh, – Potential manslaughter. They're going to face murder charges. Murder 83 charges. 83 people on that plane. And it was like, if you'd done this, you'd have killed 83 people. Attempted murder of 83 people. Because he just went nuts sitting in a cockpit as a pilot and said, you know what? I'm done. I'm taking everybody with me. Well, then give him his wish. Yeah, that's what just I kill said. Him. Throw him out. What's the problem? I agree. Brett Justice is the only justice. You thought that was funny. Sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Holmberg's morning sickness. Take him up in a plane, just throw him out. And how do you redeem yourself from that? I had a bad day. You almost killed a plane load of people. He got the T-handles, it said, and yeah, he uh, got they were able to reset him. Right. He got hold of one, I know for sure, because they said once they, they didn't think he was serious. And he actually did something, and then they stopped him from getting everything closed so up. So did Captain Over just punch him in the face, or what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Murdoch over and yeah. under. They, <laughs> they, they zip-tied him up and yeah. then walked him to the back of the plane. Uh-huh. And ten officers in uh, Portland, wherever they had the emergency land. Yeah, Portland. Man, I would have told a different story. Because if that's me on that plane and I find out that guy did that, I'm just going to go over and go, who's against me just throwing about 40 elbows into this dude's face and saying we had to fight him? Yeah, oh, no, yeah, not a person on that plane's gonna yeah. be like, "Oh, the leave him alone. Plane. He's a he's a human being." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, so am I." How about a few just crushing right elbows right through while he's zip tied too? I don't even care. He can't defend himself. Neither could we while we sat here not right. knowing he was doing this. Right. Wouldn't it be better just to land the plane and then say, and then one of the passengers just beat the living shit out of the guy for 15 minutes? Hey, be pilot Josh. Get it. Get on the announcement. Yeah. Says, "Hey, who wants to take yeah. a shot?" We're going to circle Portland a few minutes more. If you guys want to take a shot at that asshole that tried to bring the burden down, yeah, we're going to allow everybody to unfasten their seatbelts and then go pop them in the nose with the best you got. We've tied him to the chair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like that scene in an airplane where they're all lined up with boxing gloves and wrenches and guns. Any weapons that might have snuck through TSA, we'd love to have you break those out right now. (laughs) Any air marshals? Somebody's got any knitting needles. Sometimes those slip right by. And uh, we'd love to have one right through his eye, if you don't mind. That's insanity. Of course, they got a hold of one of his neighbors. Yeah. Nice dude. We don't know what Shocking behavior. He just snapped. Well, then, time to go. Well, looks like you tried to kill a plane load of folks. Here's that coat with the really long arms you're going to live in for the rest of your life. Oh, and your new bedroom is all pads. It was just a bad day. Well, you're going to pay for that for the rest of it because there's no redeem. You don't get a job interview after that. Well, I see here there was a, you were let go and then by Alaska Airlines and a, a gap in your work. What happened there? Oh, well, my wife and I were in a fight. And I got crazy, and I tried to kill a bunch of people. You might have read about it. Google me. So you had a bad day. Yeah, well, that's the worst part about Google now, when he applies for a job. And that's why my friend told me that they can't put names on uh, resumes anymore where he works, because they say that it caused bosses to prejudge, like, by racial names. And I'm like, all right, well, he's going to do that when he meets you anyway, if you got a a boss like that. But they said they don't do that. How many Kevins did you have working at Tony Romas? Oh, tons of Chris's. Right. So, but, the, Chris's, but the difference is now, and I think it's less about like seeing La Tanya, you know. Right. The uh, the blatant ones. Yeah, Cross you're Jackson. About. And you're yeah. like, La Tanya, Cross Jackson. And then a racist boss would throw right. that up just on name. They're, it's less about that and more about like I can Google uh, Joseph David Emerson when he applies for a job. And all the stories are going to be like, this dude tried to take an entire Alaska Airlines flight down. He's never getting a job again. Yeah. Ever. Can't redeem yourself. He's got to go work with Riley as long as he meets a girl. The parents are the only people that'll hire him. It's the only ones that'll trust him. Spirit's still out there. <laughs> That's true. They'll uh, take him. No, I mean, <laughs> Spirit would probably uh, celebrate him. Hey, would you yeah, like exactly. to take a flight with uh, You're a Mr. Emerson? Somebody <laughs> pointed Emerson? that out the other day that Spirit Airlines is like being named your soul. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't even think of that. Like spirits. That's probably what you're going to end up being eventually. <laughs> spirits or ghosts or. Apparition Air. That's a creepy name when you think about it. Anyway, so uh, nobody should be allowed, even then, but that was that supposed story with that Malaysian airliner that the pilot had had some trouble at home, and he's like, screw this. 
Want to fly around the planet for a while and put her in the drink? They weren't sure that the dude wasn't mentally stable due to problems Switch at off home. The tracking. Didn't he and his wife good were in night. trouble? Yeah, good night. But his wife, oh. he and his wife had problems, and he was going through a bunch of stuff, and you forget. Now, this is where I think AI is its most useful: getting rid of pilots completely, the human element. Because emotion playing a part, like you get a, it doesn't happen often enough that you can't have a dude sitting up there making sure AI doesn't work. But two people in that cockpit is kind of a necessity to make sure that Dave isn't going bananas that day and Roger can make sure everything's all right. That way we know what happened. You know, it lost signal. Right. It didn't have any power. The right. AI, you know. The AI flying can. The battery ran down on the right. AI. It'll We're fix so stuff. sorry. And AI Still- can be tied to like. Fixing, like not having to break into the bottom of the plane to fix them. It can actually have control. I think AI needs to be all the new pilots. And like Waymo, eventually. The bottom of the plane. Well, those are old movies. Yeah. yeah, you have to get down in there and work on the, <laughs> the landing gear. AI can fix it with its fake Give me brain. a screwdriver and a yeah, hatch. That's it. Just a hammer and like <laughs> Gary Oldman's suit. That's it. But like, I don't think pilots should be a thing anymore. Waymo drivers, like, I'm so amazed at that. But I think pilotless planes, that's the future. They're pretty close. Oh, they do a lot of I nothing mean, a lot up there. Of it's, it's just you're, They're in control you're the Waymo of like guy. two or three things. I think AI is the, the next step is pilots, so we don't have this incident anymore. You can't have these unstable dudes sitting up there. My wife's such a bitch. It's the last thing I want sitting in you know 27B, not knowing the pilot's just gone through it with his wife. Ah, she was hosing the neighbor and... We had a threesome with that couple for a while. And all the all the emails we get from people of their loony behavior, some of them are pilots. Thanks for hopping on Southwest this morning. You ever wake up and just feel like there's no reason to be here? <laughs> kind of sucks, don't you think? Make it worse. We're flying to Tucson today, so I think I'd be doing all of us a favor if this bird didn't make it all the way. In case of a water landing between here and Tucson. Uh, that means I've been doing some work and getting us over the ocean. <laughs> I hate Brenda so much. <laughs> I have no idea what a bitch she is. Just stares at me when I eat. I can't stand it. I know I'm venting to you guys. You don't need to hear this, but we've got 35 minutes before this thing even leaves the gate. For some reason, they can't get any of the scheduling right. So, honestly, what the f*** do I care anymore? Anyway, it's 68 degrees right now. Tucson should land pretty uh, soon, unless I decide to put her down early. I think that's nice. Uh, attendance, especially the ones I'm uh, prepare for takeoff. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, she's going to kill everybody. I should have been a pilot. I would have had so much fun. Anyway, be careful out there. Fly the friendly skies, but let's have, let's have a thumbs up from that pilot. I don't know about this either. John, sounds like what you're talking about. The wife is the problem. From now on, all pilots must be single and never married. <laughs> That's a good point. No bachelor pilot wants to kill That himself. is a great point. Too busy banging all the stewardesses. For you, make it? Uh, yes. That is a great idea. You yeah, think that's trouble? Uh, I don't see it. We got a few friends that... I think it's dicey. Yeah. We got a few friends that that wouldn't pertain to. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, they'd be trying to get with, the, trying to get with yep. the stewardess oh, and get turned then, down Then that the stewardess and him are on the same plane, and he's like, I thought you loved me. I got turned down by my slump buster. Only playboys can pilot. <laughs> Only dudes who get it. Like, they don't get emotionally attached. We need- so, like, Sexy Jesus downstairs, he's going to become a pilot or what? <laughs> Sexy Jesus oh. would be a great pilot. <laughs> Flight record. Yeah, yeah, Yahweh. <laughs> I walked by him the other day, I'm like, what's up, Sexy Jesus? And he goes, why do you call me that? And I'm like, mirror. <laughs> mirror, stat, Sexy Jesus on point. I used to give him the sign of the cross. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Lamb of God. He walks in and it's like uh-huh. he's got a fan in front of him at all yeah. times. His hair is flowing. His hair, his hair never stops moving. There's no wind outside no. and his, his hair is flowing. Like air conditioning makes this guy look like he's in a hurricane. <laughs> Just sits at a computer. <laughs> is your hair naturally windswept? <laughs> I can't hear you over the breeze. Sexy Jesus, do you make your own weather? Sexy Jesus, the intern, is awesome. He doesn't do anything, but... Got a lunch every day with a different sales girl. <laughs> every day? I mean, it's amazing. Can I shadow you? Oh, sexy Jesus. <laughs> Rock me, sexy Jesus. <laughs> I'd like to shadow you today, Jill. <laughs> oh, did you just vomit? I'm sorry. So sexy, sexy Jesus. 
Yeah, Sexy Jesus is a thing. He's downstairs right now. Uh, it's 7.33. What do you got on the big board of musical treats, Brett? Uh, wake Up Song Time brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. 80 degrees this week, and it's going to be great. And it's Perfect. time to get that, get that bike out there and on the trails. And, uh, well, you got to get it tuned up. It's been sitting around all summer. Cruising to Action Ride Shop. Save yourself 10 bucks off a full bike tune-up when you mention KUPD. Plus, if you need a new bike, they got tons and tons on sale and in stock. And if you want to start getting ready for the winter, I know it doesn't seem like we're ready for that yet, but it's right around the corner. They got all the winter gear arriving daily, all the new stuff. So go on into Action Ride Shop and get hooked up. Uh, ActionRideShop.com or just go visit them right there on Gilbert Road in Southern. On the list, uh, Kill Switch Engage. Seven Dust, uh, Stained, Megadeth, Pantera. A lot of stuff coming in for the D-backs. All That Remains, Victory Lap. Uh, one for you. All That Remains, this probably won't end well for you and your Cubs uh, uh, Well, either way, either way, I lose tonight. Because if the Diamondbacks win, I have to seriously consider the Swaparoo. And if they lose, I'll feel bad because this is a fun run and I don't want to see it come to an end. Yeah. So this probably won't end well. Is a, a very good. All right. Let's do that. All that remains, this probably won't end well. You know. I got an email that said, I'd still rather have a dude having his worst day in the cockpit than any woman on her 28th. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I'm at my most sexy when I hear a woman's voice over the intercom on a plane talking about the weather in our destination. <laughs> or most sexist. I said sexiest. Sexist. <laughs> Although sexiest, too. I feel pretty sexy every time she tells me the temp. What's the temp on the oven? Are we at 350 yet? Put it in. <laughs> I remember being on a flight and we... Welcome to Flying America. I heard a guy go, oh. I just started laughing. Jeez. I don't even know if that's what he was doing the thing for, but I laughed and laughed. Oh, no, not that. Hey, hey, I can hear you. <laughs> it's one step worse than hearing the kid announcers at the ball game. <laughs> oh, imagine that. One in the step, plane. maybe one step. <laughs> if a kid got to Five, do three, it. 5383. Mm. Oh, I, there's no, that shouldn't be a thing. AI pilots. Yeah, two things that shouldn't be a thing. Kids, kids should never have a microphone. Ever. Hey, Valongoria oh, playing third base. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. This guy said, here's something, John, you just said without realizing you said it. Pilots are drug addicts, too. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> There's loads of those. You always find out at work, like, what? Jeff was on cocaine? Nobody knew? He's in rehab? That happens with pilots, too. Oh, who's in rehab? I always thought he liked playing pool. Uh, I should play an eight ball. <laughs> Is that Trips eight, car? Eight ball plates. <laughs> Hey, I'm Pilot. I, my name's Josh, but I'd like you to call me 8-Ball. What for? <laughs> Horrible cocaine problem. <laughs> He's never jet-lagged. Yeah. He can fly for hours on hours. The FAA doesn't know what to do with him. That maybe you're a great pool player. 8-Ball is my game. <laughs> you guys ready to go? <laughs> I think we can hit Beijing by noon. <laughs> Let's see what this bird can do. What's I'm Beijing flying higher than this plane could ever get. I'm out of the atmosphere, baby. That's true. Pilots microdose too. Boy, oh boy. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 